Real estate for everyone. It is educational and fun. And always looking for sponsors. Welcome to Real Estate for Everyone and our More You Know About Mortgages informational series. Today we're being talking about the hottest ticket topic and biggest requested asked question is the interest rate fixed versus variable episode. Mortgage brokers love answering this question over and over again every single day for every day of their careers. <laughs> this is the should I go with a fixed or should I go with a variable? Um, today we're talking about variable and fixed mortgage rates. Financing is always going to be one of the hardest and most important parts of any real estate deal because you got to pay for it. And generally a good place to start is figuring out what the money is, situation is, and part of that is thinking about do I want a fixed rate or a variable rate? Um, what are they? Variable rates are ones that change typically based on the lender's prime rate. So the bank will have a rate that they say this is our prime rate and this rate can change depending on what the mortgage market's doing and the bond market and what the government rate is and we're going to change this. Or you could have a rate that is a fixed rate mortgage which is locked in. This rate will not change for its whole five-year ter- term. And so where do these rates come from? Like the, Before you decide fixed or variable, what is causing these interest rates? And that simply is the supply and demand of loanable funds, Um, a very abstract idea. And this is generally from the bond market and from the central bank, from what they're lending money out to banks at and what they're printing bonds at and what banks can buy bonds to guarantee their rates so that they can relend this money out. Um, Banks sell bonds. Um, So if bond rates are going up, typically rates are going up. And... That kind of is controlled by the government and it's very complex, but it basically boils down to the supply and demand of loanable funds, what people will eat up and borrow at what price um, and what the government is kind of printing money at. And they're all in in cahoots and working together. Um, Why should the rates just not always be low? Wouldn't it be nice if rates were always low, but then would it be that nice? This is a monkey's paw type thing. Like, I wish that rates were always low. Um, And it's not exactly the best thing for everybody. If you do wish that, it is nice to have cheap lending and to borrow money. But the problem with having rates that are too low is we start to see inflation creeping up. Um, People are borrowing more money and like investing in more stuff. And there's so much economic activity that we start seeing inflation and we start seeing Um, problems can appear in the economy when it is too hot Um, and when rates are too low, like when there's too much money printing around, um, it starts to set up towards crashes um, and like huge, if you have things going way too hot, then it sets up situations where like something can happen and it can really crash. So you can have a lot of, a lot of bad things happen in the economy if we let things get too hot, if rates are always low. If inflation gets too high, there's problems with inflation itself. Um, but imagine an overheated economy where you can't get things done because everybody is booked all the time. So like I want to get a ship something, but all the shipping containers are full. They are building as many shipping containers as they can, 
so there's no welders to weld anything but all the electricians are booked and there's just not enough workers um it overheated economy is like going to the mall and driving around for an hour because there's not enough parking you're just getting frustrated you're wasting gas you're wasting time resources you're you're wanting to park and you just want to go to the water park but there's no parking and you're driving around to like the other side of the mall and you just can't park you're waiting for someone to leave so that you can park and you're starting to get mad at your family and a fun day at the mall turns into a bad day at the mall that's the overheated economy uh remember the rule 72 how long it takes for something to double at an interest rate so like for an investment to double at an interest rate it's 72 divided by the interest rate is the number of years so if i was to say how long does it take an investment to double in at 10 percent interest i know it is 7.2 years approximately it's amazing this magical rule and so consider that you have a high inflation rate. Let's consider that inflation is at 7%. In 10 years, everything will double in price at that cost. So it's a problem. And because this really hurts old people who are poor and people on government assistance, um, really poor people are usually the ones who are hurt by this, like poor pensioners. Um, inflation really affects them more disproportionately than other people. Um, it's unfortunate. Inflation is also be bad because typically wages don't go up as high as inflation. Like if you got 7% inflation and most people are getting like 3% a year raises, not 7% a year, 5 So you're actually, if inflation is really high, um, you're losing money because you're, you're like maybe get a 3% raise, but everything costs 7% more. You've actually gotten a decrease in pay by 4%. So It'd be nice if rates are always low, but we can't have inflation and, and, and raising interest rates is the best tool that governments have to kind of cause people to think about borrowing money because um, you can't borrow money as easily. You got to use your cash. And so that you should really got to think about what you do or maybe do a little less. But back to fixed versus variable. So rates come from the bond market. Fixed rates, variable rates are changing to, to control the economy. Um, why would I go for a fixed? Because it is secure, it's safe, I know what I'm getting, it's not changing. And really the only big risk with the fixed rate is that it's radically different by the time you renew and you can't afford it. But hopefully that was part of your qualifying. This is what a stress test is, is like at the end of five years, if rates are this, can I afford it? And so it, there's a lot of great secure, safe things about the fixed rate. It's not changing, I know what I'm getting. Why would I ever take the variable? What I don't like risk. I want to know what I have. Don't like change. Well, the bank is the one paying you to take the risk that interest rates rise. Um, so if it's between a variable and a fixed rate, I would expect that the variable rate is typically going to be lower um, because you've got risk that rates can rise, that what you're getting is not what it's actually going to be for five years. Um, so... Typically, the variable rate's lower because you're taking on risk from the bank and the bank is able to just be like, oh, yeah, we can make this much money from you. And if we need to, we'll just raise rates. And great. Um, lower rates sound sweet. And another sweet thing is variable rates often will have lower penalties. Um, but like everything, this depends on your specific situation. So... You need to know the facts, decide, decide, know your terms, talk to your broker, ask what the penalties are. Um, but generally, I would expect variable rates to also have lower rates. 
So lower costs and lower rate and lower penalties. Um, when you look at the history, typically the variable does better. Um, but still you can mistime things and what happens in the past does not always mean the future. Um, but generally, if you're taking on risk from the bank, it has paid off because rates haven't been changing too much. Um, when I recommend the variable, I typically tell people like, if you want to be paying off your loan faster and you're always paying more, um, leverage this by taking, figuring out what your variable rate is, which should be lower than your fixed rate. Um, pay your variable rate loan at the rate that would have been your fixed rate or even a little higher than if you were paying extra with your fixed rate. Um, because if rates are changing, you've at least been making extra payments and kind of leveraging the fact that you have a lower payment. Like if your variable rate is give, saving you $100 a month versus your fixed rate, and you're using that $100 to pay off the principal of the loan or like invest or whatever, then that's smart. That's good business. But if you're buying more beer or cigarettes or gambling or whatever, then that $100 actually hurts you. Um, so it, a lot of it depends on your specific situation and also like what you do with the extra money. So if you're taking the extra money you're saving and you put it on there and rates are slowly rising and if at some point it's over what you could have had for the fixed, but you've still had the variable for X amount of time and you've paid extra there, um, you should come out ahead than if you take the fixed. Um, but... I do recommend the fix to some pe times to people too if you have huge anxiety or if you can't afford change or if you're living on the edge or if you know your income's decreasing, you're not able to pay extra or you just get a lot of worry about when you hear that rates are rising. Um, a fix can be good too. It's, there's, it all comes down to your individual circumstance and that's why you have to look at what you can do. Um, and what you want and what you feel comfortable with, but also like what's going on in the economy. Like if we're having crazy things happen in the world, um, which usually there are, we're still, it still isn't good for interest rates. Like if you got record low rates and like all of a sudden there's like a crazy thing happens and it's like, well, that might affect the interest rates because <laughs> I think that's typically not good. Another thing that is not good is to jump around. If people have a variable and they often have a term where they can change to a fixed and then the variable rate starts rising, so they're like, oh no, should we switch to our fixed? I usually say ride it out. Um, the fixed, switching to the fixed rate halfway through a variable is typically gonna have a lot higher of a fixed rate that you're offered than what the variable is. Um, and it's an easy pricing trap for banks. like. Oh no, you want to go to this fixed rate? Sure, but sorry, it's a little bit higher now. Um, the benefit of being on the variable is that you get the, the variable rate, like the lower rate, hopefully longer than half. Um, if you're slightly over what you could have had originally, um, hopefully you're under longer at the beginning to kind of make it make up that. Um, so it's situation dependent, but I typically don't, uh, I typically don't recommend, uh, uh, so jumping, jumping around. Um, so try and make your plans for about five years into the future. Um, because you need to, if you're thinking long-term, a mortgage is a very long-term loan. Like this is a typically 25, 30 year loan. So it's hard to imagine what we're going to be like in five years, let alone 30 years. Um, a five, 
the five-year fix is going to typically be the most popular and your best deal as far as the mortgages go because there's lots of supply for these funds in the in the land of loanable funds so five-year bonds or five-year financial instruments are quite common um and then with that then they banks can lend them lend the money a little bit lower sometimes they'll have like a four-year that's a little bit lower um but again if you have a lower term than five years you're taking on risk that the rate is going to be higher in that year um so you kind of that's where that's where you, you just make sure you're getting paid, getting a good deal, make sure you can afford all your stuff and talk to everyone. But that is the fixed and variable interest rate talk. That is the, that is the conversation that mortgage brokers should just send you to listen to this podcast and you will know. <laughs> Please see John at Real Estate for Everyone. He is educational and fun. Thanks again. And happy selling and buying and living places and having a home. We're trying to get one, so have a great day. Real estate for everyone.